Welcome to PMP, the Partners in Positivity podcast where Ashling Burnett and myself, Sarah Harty, warriors of EBP, SBP, DHBs, that's emotionally bulletproof, spiritually bulletproof, divine human beings, aim to wake up and shake up the nation through positivity, humor, and shared wisdom. Today, joining us on the global stage of our PMP podcast is a phenomenal lady. She is 28, a Canadian of Irish descent, and is living in Galway, Ireland with a career in human resources. What I admire most about this woman is that she is a huge advocate for mental health and people having genuine conversations with others when you're not feeling the best. Welcome, my great friend, Fiona Higgins, a.k.a. Friggin' Higgins. (laughs) (laughs) How are you today? I'm feeling good. I had a really rush day, as we spoke about before, but I'm sure we'll probably get into it again. <laughs> I have complete faith in the universe to just slow me the heck down, yeah. and uh, that happened right before this. So, yeah, it's it's been a good day, though. I've been smiling throughout, and yeah, happy one overall. Right. <laughs> You're so welcome on PNP. I know you mentioned to me um, in the last year that you were really focused on your own mental health journey. And I have to quote here because what you said to me was wonderful. You said to see how best, best you can work with her, strengthen her and accept her. And you were talking about yourself. And I just thought that was a magic way of describing that. So mm-hmm. tell me if you don't mind, what was that process for you? Yeah, so the process came about, there was just this a little quiet voice in the back of my head that just thought, you know what, Fiona, we need to, we need to do something different. I've always been involved in yoga and meditation. Uh, my mother is a Reiki master, so I've always been attuned to different ways of centering yourself, and I would be quite active but I realized that there were some, there was something bubbling underneath that I didn't have words for. And I didn't think that I would be able to kind of suss out on my own. So it was that point that I decided I was just going to dive right in and go and seek out therapy. And it is a long process. I will be very honest with that. I was nervous at first because I realized And I've had the experience before that maybe the first person that you meet with isn't a match for you and that's okay. Uh, That can be a really hard pill to swallow, especially when you're kind of just hoping to get a resolve for whatever discomfort you're feeling. But for me, the overall process has really been around recognizing and acknowledging that discomfort and sitting in it and really just thinking, what is this about? Why is this coming up? What's it not necessarily even triggering with me within me, but bringing up for me and what's the message that I can get from it. So there has been fabulous sessions and there's been very sad sessions. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's a new, it's a new session every week. I'm still going, still loving it. And yeah, it's just, it's been really good to see the growth in myself. Amazing. And it looks like that you really dived into that toolbox of all the different things that are prescribed for, you know, making yourself feel that little bit better about yourself every day, like the yoga and. No, you're spot on. Like, I mean, I felt like that was the thing. I felt like I had the toolbox and I had it all there and I had my mom who would do hypnosis with me and everything. But I just thought like, it's not working. Like there's still something 
gone awry. And I think that that's an important thing for everyone to do in themselves and realizing like, okay, this isn't working. Here's like my threshold. And then kind of seeking out whatever works best for you. Like might be running, might be doing like weights or just chatting with a friend or whatever. And for me, it was therapy. Yeah, there's so many different things and every individual, I think, needs individual type of support, but it's really trying to figure that out. And I know you mentioned about finding the right match for yourself in terms of a counsellor or a therapist. Like, what would you recommend to people about jumping the hurdles or, you know, keep looking until you find someone that suits you? I was really lucky. uh, And I say this all the time to my friends, uh, where I just happened to get a really good match from the get go. And I'm really grateful for that. But at the same time, it was something that before I got involved, I thought, okay, I'm going to have to look at the price because I'm not a multimillionaire and it is a consideration to have. I do think that your own mental health and yourself is the best thing that you can invest in along with education. So don't, don't like let that turn you away. But I was looking into that and then I was just looking into, I kind of thought to myself, is this a commitment that I'm ready to take on am I going to be able to go through this because I can totally see how if I didn't happen to find a great match from the get-go me where I was at at that point it would be kind of traumatic almost going through like trying to find a new person and figuring out a new match and things like that so just checking in with yourself and realizing that it can take time and that's okay because you're on the pursuit of something that's a perfect fit for you why would you go about wearing the wrong pair of shoes if you could just go to one more store and then you're going to find the perfect pair and it's going to fit you and support you and be great and like look fabulous. So why, why get blisters with another one, you know? Oh, I love it. I love that analogy. <laughs> Looking for the right pair of shoes until they fit. And you can say that about so many things in life, like about relationships or jobs or like you said, find the right person to help you through a difficult part of your life. You totally. Know? Yeah. Ashton, did you have something you wanted to say? Yes, I have my hand up. (laughs) Hi, Fiona. Oh, my God. It's so great to have you here. I love your whole vibe. I think your voice actually soothes my soul. I love it. I love your accent and everything. I wanted to ask you, I believe you're a bit of a perfectionist and you're learning new ways how to deal with that in your life. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, definitely. I know my friend Alwyn might say that it's because I'm an Aries. I'm very results-driven, and I like to get things right the first time. And through going through therapy and slowing the heck down, like that was even a lesson that I was reminded of today when I got locked out right before this episode. (laughs) Um, Right, I just thought, cheesecake. No, there is absolutely no way you're going to run all your errands and then make it back in time for your commitment. This is the universe saying, relax, just sit down, have a glass of vino, and then like go about your day. You need to unwind after work. Yeah, I think it's, I love getting things right the first time. Like who doesn't? That's such a great feeling, a hole in one. Like why would you pass that up? But I think through going through therapy and through having conversations with my friends and my family and even just like random people, especially during this whole pandemic, I think for myself, I've been walking so much and it's led to some really nice conversations with people and just connecting and realizing, geez, life is not perfect. 
in any way, shape, or form. You might get lucky and get a few little sprinkles of what seems like perfection, but the beauty is in the cracks, and that's where the light shines through. And I think that that's something that I've just learned to appreciate more and more. And plus, like, it's not as fun getting things perfect all the time. Like, it's not fun being right all the time. It's better fun to learn and grow and stumble and fall and get some bruises and uh, just relax into it. So wow. I don't know if that's a question, but that's how I feel. I love that you said <laughs> there's beauty in the cracks because there's a Japanese tradition where they actually, if there's a bowl and it's cracked or a cup and it cracks, that they replace the crack with gold to mend it back together again. And they say that you like your history is so precious to recognize your what you've gone through as gold. Oh, for sure. Like any any scar on my body, like it's associated with a story, whether it's good or maybe it's a little bit of a stumble. Uh, it's it's always something to look back on, and it's proof that you, you're living. You know, really, what is a life if it's just like one one line? What's what's what they're saying? The heart, your heart rate goes up and down. So that's the course of life in general. So, yeah, you never want a flat one. <laughs> wow, I love that. I love the analogies that you use to describe things a whole in one. And I was just doing a crossword last night with my sister-in-law, and one of the clues was a line from a song by Leonard Cohen, and it was "Cracks are where the light enters," or something like that where the light enters is in the cracks. So that's amazing. So what do, what does positivity then mean for you in your life? So it's meant a variety of things throughout my life. I think now where I'm at, uh, Fiona at 28, living by yourself, living a dream. (laughs) No, I think for me right now, it's, it's recognizing that part of, the light comes the dark and that those ebbs and flows are part of a a rainbow of all the emotions that you're going to feel. And I think growing up to me, positivity was just happiness, but you kind of realize like you can't be happy all the time because if you're constantly up, you're, that just becomes the norm then. And then there's, you need to go up and up and up again. So you need to have those ups and downs. So I see it kind of as a mosaic of all my experiences. And the, yeah, the mosaic's kind of built up of broken bits and some are good bits, some are bad bits. Um, but accepting that and accepting me and forgiving me for the stumbles and praising me for the successes. So that's kind of the fabric of positivity for me right now. That's amazing. So I'm very intrigued um, because I would be into energy healing and Reiki and things like that. I'm energy healer too. What was it like to grow up with a mother that was already a Reiki master? It, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's kind of funny because when you're brought up with it, you almost kind of think this is just normal. And um, I realized though, my mom has always been such an empathetic, very powerful woman. Like she's, she started off as a nurse in Belfast. And then that's where my parents met all my families from Belfast. And then they moved over to Canada and she 
had continued on with nursing and then went, like she's always been a very people person. And then she got into Reiki and everything. And to me, I suppose it really cemented the, the fact that is human connection, whether that's through physical touch or just sitting with someone and just like being present with them is the, one of the greatest gifts that we have in this life, like truly, because with Reiki, like there's kind of two ways, like one, they can't actually touch it, or two, they'll just have their hands on covering over top of you. And having experienced both, for me at least, it's brought about such a complete sense of peace and you just feel like you're really in that moment. So I suppose it, in a way, it kind of left me with that message that you just sitting down having a conversation with someone is enough. You just being present is more than enough. And that's such a gift to give people and to receive from people. And yeah, just kind of the simple things, I suppose, in a way. Um, and it really did help me through university. I mean, such a stressful time. And my mom would always do like hypnotherapy with me or Reiki sessions. And I, I would be like, oh, like, oh my gosh, stressed beyond measure. And instantly when my mom did these Reiki sessions with me, I would just completely relax and really be able to focus and just recognize that life is not about go, 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 go. Life is about living. And if you need to take a break in order to keep living, take the freaking break <laughs> it's so worth it you're worth it well i'm curious do you ever get homesick for canada it was strange as soon as i so most of my family is actually in belfast so i have all of my aunts and uncles or sorry all of them are, um, are in belfast or banker and then uh, dunleary so i've been back and forth to ireland like so much when i was younger and when I touched down in Dublin nearly four years ago, which is wild, I instantly felt at home. Like I felt fine. And I just really felt like I was where I needed to be for right now, at least. And there are moments, I mean, particularly like around your birthdays or like my parents' birthdays and my siblings' birthdays and stuff where I kind of just wish I could be there because I see them all getting together for like Easter. This Christmas I was away. I was, I had to stay in Ireland and that was really sad. Like I, I really, really, really wanted to be back in Canada, but I suppose in other ways, like I'm, I feel lucky to have a place that I miss so much and miss and like, I still am able to connect through video chats and voice notes and texts and pictures and everything. Um, so it comes in waves, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I have to say, you're such an asset to Galway's community. We just bumped into each other randomly on the prom <laughs> out for a run the other morning. And I know Fiona, because we worked in the same company last year, but I remember last year when I met you, you were also running so many things and decided, and you were working full time as well. And I thought, is this girl able to handle all of this? Like maybe I should do more myself. But I know even in the last year or two, I had burnout myself. But how did you manage all of that? Have you let some of that go? Looking internally over the last year and looking after yourself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, that was one of the big things, scaling back. And just realizing that there's absolutely no point in having a massive fat bank account and nowhere to go and nothing to, nowhere to share it with and stuff. So 
for me, I just didn't have the time and I was gaining from my projects and my volunteering and everything. I was, I was gaining a lot, but I realized I got tons of time. Like there's no need to pack it all into one year and it's to no value to anyone that I'm getting involved with. If I'm just like stressed to the gills and they want to have a nice meaningful chat afterwards. And I'm like, Oh, sorry, I have to go. I have another meeting. Like I'm on my way. And it was doing nothing for my mental health. It was in fact, significantly exponentially making it plummet. (laughs) So uh, yeah, no, cut it all back. Cut it all, all back. And now I'm, I would say pursuing things solely that light my fire, make me happy. Yeah. And that in turn then has a ripple effect, you know, brings you so much joy and happiness, doesn't it? Going after something that you really are passionate about. Oh, definitely. For sure. So Fiona, do you have a favorite quote? I have. It's funny. Sometimes I think that I have a really bad memory, (laughs) but I realize like the quotes that I need kind of come to me whenever I need them most. Sometimes I think that's kind of uh, my Nana just putting her arm on, or her hand on my back. Just being like, Come on, I think that's what you need right now. So I said to Sarah, when we bumped into each other, like I was, I am still such a worry wart. And my granny's kind of, she, she was very just blunt and funny. And I think just like a classic Belfast woman, she's just very to the point. And when we would be worried, she, she'd just say like, you'll die if you worry and you'll die if you don't. So why worry? I was like, oh yeah, that's fair. Oh, why would I waste my time doing that? <laughs> um, so that's something that always comes up for me or my Nana um, on my mom's side. It was, she'd broken her arm and there was a, they were taking off the cast and she was all worried that the lady was going to cut her because she was just going in. And the lady had this really odd accent for being in Ontario, Canada. And she just looked at my little Nana and she was like, don't worry about it. And then that always just comes to mind. I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, that's why are you worrying about things? Just let it go. So <laughs> those would be the two, I think, that come up for me most often when I need them. So, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I feel like with the way you describe things and the analogies you use, actually the quotes that come out of your mouth are, I think you should write them down and turn them into quotes and inspire people with them. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Definitely. <laughs> and Fiona, moving on from that and just going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast where you said you now in the last year you did a lot of work on yourself and now you're in a better space, which is amazing and I really commend you for that. Is there anything that you could offer us that might help our listeners or ourselves even that you do on a daily basis to help you maintain that good place that you're in do you have a morning routine do you have an evening routine so for myself one way that I suppose my stress had manifested uh for me was a lack of self-care and I I was having a really hard time eating properly and things like that now I really make a point to not only go about setting myself up and nourishing myself but also like celebrating it and being like yeah good job like you had a freaking phenomenal breakfast today nice like that was tasty and really enjoying those little moments you know because like when you cook like a gorgeous breakfast yeah enjoy it even if if it's you by yourself why not like you care for yourself in that way so 
every morning I do wake up and I have, I have a pint of water every morning, right? When I get going and I'll go out and most days I do a 10 kilometer walk. Now that's just for me because that takes an hour and a half. And I find by the time that I do that, my brain's kind of going a bit better. I usually just listen to a podcast or music and then I can have a quick shower and I get started with work. Um, and I'll have like my breakfast or whatever in the interim. But that, that, those 10 kilometers have been so important to me, like through the pandemic, through maintaining, doing it, going through the pandemic by myself, having to do the 14 days isolation alone, like that was really challenging. And um, after those 14 days, I was like, right, what can I do that's going to get me out and keep moving, but staying safe and within all the restrictions and everything at the time? Um, so yeah, just prioritizing that and prioritizing how I'm feeling on the day. I think some days, some days it's just a little bit shy of 10k, I'll be honest, <laughs> and other days it's a little bit more. So yeah, but I try to remain focused in my, focused in my goal, but flexible in my approach. And I do also do the practice of, um, Noel Breslin actually had a, re he has it going right now with Spotify. It's a really great wake up and wind down series. So I usually play that in the morning and at night, kind of gets you a little mantra to think about throughout the day. And I found those very helpful and prioritize your sleep, everyone. Get your sleep and drink your water. <laughs> wow, I love a good walk. I had been walking every day as well since January. Mm -hmm. And the past three weeks it wasn't such a daily habit and I was like I really need that back in my life yeah. so good for clearing the head isn't it oh totally and just tapping in like there's some days where I was like man I'm feeling funky like what is going on I was like, oh you didn't go for your walk today maybe just try a walk and I'll maybe do 5k and I'm like yeah no I definitely needed this walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's great amazing I'm loving all those tips so if you have one piece of life wisdom to share with us, what would that be? I think the thing that's stuck with me throughout the last year is even on the days where I felt like the most sad or maybe just wobbly is usually what I refer to them as, I kind of remind myself, it's like, it's going to be better. It's probably going to take a bit longer than you want it to take, but it's going to be better. So I just have faith in that. And that really helped me get through moments where I was just like, okay, okay, it'll, it'll take a bit longer, but that's, that's fine. I'm worth it. So we'll hold on a bit longer. That would be my little bit of wisdom. Wow. I love it. That is so powerful. It's going to get better. It's going to be better. <laughs> And just hang in there. That is great, great self-talk. And thanks so much for sharing that with us, Fiona. And thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up at this moment in time. But we really appreciate your presence and appreciate you for being someone that has stepped up for yourself and honoured yourself. Stripped a little bit back of all the busyness that you're up to over the last couple of years <laughs> and really looked into what's important for you. And you're really living that every day. Even when I seen you on the prom doing your 10K the other morning, then we had a great, genuine conversation about how we were at that moment in time too. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Oh, Thanks so much. <laughs> it's amazing. It's been lovely having you here today. I got so much from it.
I'm going to, I'm going to be thinking of you on my next few walks, saying, oh my God, I might actually increase my walking now a bit because I do enjoy it so much and actually push it out to the 10K. It's amazing. Oh, dude, it's worth it. It is worth it. <laughs> Thanks so much, Fiona. I hope to meet you in person in Galway someday. Yes, very soon, very soon. <laughs> yeah. We're PMP, and you've been listening to the Partners in Positivity podcast. You can follow Partners in Positivity on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple and Spotify podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another Partners in Positivity conversation. Thank you for tuning in to PMP.